Stay tuned now for Love Talk with Evelyn Davison, Carrie Brinkater, and their guests, Linda Chandler and Chris Romano. Thank you, John. This is Evelyn Davison in the beautiful studio of The Bridge. Mm, today's Fish and Talk, 1120, broadcasting out of Austin, Texas, worldwide. And we are in studio today. And one well, thank you for joining us. And uh, we're celebrating hope and love. And we're building bridges of love and leadership. And today we're going to be talking about our faith in the times like these, the hope of hope, Jesus Christ, and our thrill of hope for all nations, especially Israel. In the studio is my friend, Ms. Carrie Brinkater. Carrie, welcome, welcome, welcome. Hi, Miss Evelyn. Great to be with you today. And our Love Talk listeners, as always, it's a, it's a beautiful day. Anytime I get to come to the studio and spend time with you, we have our awesome friend in studio today, Miss Linda Chandler, and I love how she described you today. She described you as a, a box of sunshine. What did yeah, you? Yeah, she looks like a ray. Of, Evelyn looks like a ray of sunshine. She does, and Miss Evelyn was sure to say S O N shine. So yes. I love that. Great to have you today, Linda. Um, listeners, I know that you guys know Linda. She's the pastor of Austin Brethren Church. She's the parent of three boys and the founder of Hope. Host Ministries, Helping Others, Serving Together. Um, she's also the author of Gates of Redemption and the co-author of the book Praising and Praying Across America, as well as Praying and Praising Across Texas. Linda, thank you so much for being here today. Well, I thank you, Carrie, and of course, Evelyn. She's like my spiritual mom, so she's been mentoring me all these years, and she's a wonderful, wonderful uh, person and Carrie, I just you, you just put thrill into me. So we're having a good <laughs> we we're, have, thrill, we're having sure. a girl party here. But I have brought a friend today with me. I have brought Chris Romano. He is a awesome young man. He's a marketing exec. Um, he's a member of a group that I'm with here in Austin called Cormim, which is Hebrew for vine dressers, and it's uh, Christians who are gathering to. We're very pro-Israel. And uh, so we do things um, to uh, help the cause of being pro-Israel and just educating Christians and working with our Jewish brothers and sisters. Um, Chris is married um, with a wonderful, his wife is awesome, Rebecca. Yes. Yes, uh, she is just like a little firebox. Um, anyway, he has two sons. He took his whole family last year to Israel for a volunteer project. I think he's going to be speaking that about later, but it was just, he's just, he really believes in putting your faith into action. Uh, Chris, thank welcome you, Linda. today. Thank you. We are glad to have here. you, Chris. Likewise. You know, I, I, I feel like sometimes Israel's my second home. Ben and I celebrated our 25th anniversary in Israel. Oh, wow. wow. 25 years. Now, since then, we've been married much, much longer. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, through the years, uh, I just believe in my heart that Israel is America's best friend because God has ordained uh, the order in which um, we work together and, and 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 the news that we you know we share between us Linda, absolutely you know it, we look at old world and new world but uh, I can tell you I believe one of the reasons God has blessed this great nation of America is because of Israel yeah, we've we, been through some pretty tough times the last few weeks in our own nation and you know it is exciting to know not only is he Israel, a friend of ours, but the Lord Jesus is Amen. watching over us. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And, and we we have to stop and praise him for that a lot because we forget 
when we see tragedy and heartbreak, and especially with some of that that we've, we've experienced here in Texas with, uh, with Harvey, uh, there's just lots of things going on, and just most recently the Las Vegas thing. So we're looking at a nation that's heart needs to be mended, and, and I think not only our heart needs to be mended, but our communications need to be mended, and as a PR person, I'm sure you enjoy, you enjoy that. So, But, Linda, you know, we um, we just want to get a little background on why we're here today. So could you do that for us? Well, I want us to really talk about bolstering our faith because that is when we get in challenging times like this, that's the hard thing. People just start saying, you know, where is God in and all this? What's going on? Where was God? Why wasn't his hand there, you know? And um, I found this I'm going to call it a RX prescription, which if we go to the Bible, it's the best place to go if you need a prescription here. And it was found by, um, it's Paul's prescription for trying times. And it's from Romans, Romans uh, 15, 5 and 7. It says this, may the God who gives endurance and encouragement give you a spirit of unity mm. among yourselves as you follow Messiah Jesus so that with one heart and mouth you may glorify the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. You know, we are living in challenging times. That's that's a given. Um and and our our faith, so Paul is saying take your faith, it's got to endure and 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 you need to encourage one another. Um and so I think that that's that's uh Chris and I were talking about this over lunch the other day. Yeah, uh, and Evelyn, you mentioned, you know, uh, with regard to Israel, I think we just might need them more than they need us uh, sometimes. And and we're talking about um, unity, um, you know, how how the United States, uh, how Christians, how Jews can stand together. What's the common ground? The common ground, uh, to me, really is the one true God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Mm -hmm. We have that in common. And I think people forget that. I agree with you. So it's not. Yeah, we're yeah. a family. If you look at it, we're family. We're brothers and sisters in 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 the creation of a creative God. Absolutely. You know, our, we have a bloodline from Abraham. I do. do exactly. You? Absolutely. And I think then the other thing that we can bring into this conversation is who knows better than them persecution. Mm-hmm. Who knows better than the Jews, the persecution and what goes on or when bad times come or, you know, they've, they've been exiled to other countries. They've had to come back. So they, they really know that. So I think we have to add persecution to a challenging time. Well, absolutely. I mean, you know, really, who knows better than um, the nation of Israel about persecution, especially because of race, because of political, religious beliefs? Um, Linda, Chris, you guys have both been there. Explain what you've seen. Where Where is this happening? How is faith, how is our faith affected? Yeah, um, you know, some of the persecution uh, I think that, that Linda's talking about as well is, is persecution of Christians. And mm-hmm. when we look at the Middle East, uh, mm-hmm. where is that happening? Mm-hmm. Um, it's happening just about every country except for Israel. Right. Um, you know, there's, there's, there's not uh, the persecution really of, of any of the minorities to the tune of, of what you're seeing in, in uh, countries like Egypt, 
um, you know, and, and the others in the surrounding area, the Middle East. We did an interview several weeks ago with um, the author Tom Doyle, and he has written several books. Killing um, Christians is one of them. Absolutely. Wow, they are killing Christians. Well, yeah, yeah, and, it, you know, his, his interview was so powerful because he spent so much time. He started in Israel. He started taking trips to Israel and became a tour guide in Israel and then uh, spread to, to the Middle East. And it's really given some incredible insight on the persecution that is happening there um, against Christians. And yes. you're right. It's not really against any other faith group. Um, but well, it's, it still is with the Jews. With the Jews, I mean, right. But, but when we talk about the nation of Israel, yes. that's why they made it. They formed it like America. It's a democracy. Mm-hmm. And so they believe that side by side we can let these religions stay as long as there's peace. But, you know, it's it's uh, they're always having to fight somebody coming in to Israel and trying to destroy what they're trying to build. Right. So we have that also. So there is this this, this attitude, and, and, and how does it affect our faith? Well, you know, I started looking back uh, to Chris brought a uh, phrase to me the other day, and he said, you know, it's about being our brother's keeper. Mm-hmm. And so that kind of just kept rolling in my mind. Kind of makes you think of it Cain does. and Abel. It yeah. does. It, there it's where it is. I was first thinking of the Good Samaritan. Well, I want to be a Good Samaritan. I want to love all people. I want to be mm-hmm. kind to every, whatever your religious affiliation is, because in America, you know, we believe that we have the freedom mm-hmm. to choose. And God wants us to have the freedom to choose. But, um, so, but what would that be if someone's very different than me? And I looked at Brother's Keeper, and it is in the Cain and Abel story. Mm-hmm. Uh, see, that's why we have you here. You oh, that's right, Miss Evelyn. <laughs> I'm a but, library. I know. Yes, you are. But if you go back and you look at Genesis 4-9, that's the first murder. That's the first where brother turned against brother. And, you know, it was over jealousy. Mm-hmm. And, um, uh, and, and and God himself, to, to pull it out into the light, said to Cain, where's your brother Abel? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, now, do you think God didn't know where Abel was? Yes. But he questioned him. And so Cain just said, who am I? Am I my brother's keeper? And I think that's the question that is before us today. Are we our brother's keeper? What's our part in um, in this? How does it affect our faith? Are we our brother's keeper? Well, I, I tell you what, Linda, that question is more relevant today than I think at any other time. I mean, as we look around, so many people want to go into their, crawl into their little holes and, and their homes and not answer the door when somebody comes by. And I think something that, that kind of startled me about um, the culture in the Middle East is that when somebody comes to your door, you answer them and you welcome them in. Yeah. And big about hospitality. Absolutely. Big about hospitality. And so I think we can learn a lot from that. We we can learn a whole lot. In fact, I really learned the truth about uh, persecution in my leadership study of about the Holocaust in Israel. I mean, I spent a week five days crying mm. when I see how that we weren't our brother's keeper mm-hmm. for a time in World War II. You know, it took a big, well, it took America getting hit to say, oh, we better see what's really going on in Germany. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So we, we, we waited in that way 
you know, we doubted that, like what you're saying, we were over here, isolated from what was happening in Europe. And sometimes we are isolated from these worldwide events, but yet God is trying to bring our uh, radar screen up, Carrie, because right. what happens over there could easily happen over here. And it's starting to happen in acts of violence. So are we our brother's keeper? Well, it is... Uh, it, mm. It not only is in families, but it's in nations. Mm-hmm. And uh, mm-hmm. we don't just uh, take in our inheritance and and build a uh, build a, a policy on this or be a lifestyle on this. But it is it from one nation to the other. And so we want to talk about Israel. Uh, we do need to take our break, John. Let's do go ahead and do that. We come back, Chris. Let's us talk about uh, the people that really understand persecution in Israel. How do we misinterpret that or how do we interpret that? Right after this. Stay with us for Love Talk with Linda Chander and Chris. Right after this. Ellison Salazar, Garage and Body Shop. At Ellison Salazar, customer satisfaction is our main concern. For a tune-up or major body work, Central Texans have trusted Ellison Salazar for over 55 years. Ellison Salazar. Hail damage specialists, smoothing out life's dents and bumps. Big or small for you and your car. Now at three locations. South at 4501 South Congress. North at 8808 Research Boulevard. And new Northwest location at 8425 Anderson Mill Road. Call 444-5555. That's 444-5555. Ellison Salazar. Fixing your auto problems and needs with a happy face and the best professional touch. You know, the world has changed, and getting connected is really no longer a trend. It's a reality. And it's happening all around you, leaving you to wonder, how do you get connected to your customers while staying ahead of the digital revolution and your competition? Well, Texas SEO is a Christian-based online marketing company, and they're the partner you can always rely on to navigate through the ever-evolving digital landscape. To schedule your free consultation and digital analysis, call Texas SEO at 1-888-988-9736 or visit the website texasseo.com or simply Google Christian SEO Company and you'll find them in the first position. George Christensen and his family at Casa Mechanical Services are longtime friends and sponsors for Love Talk, Love Walk. These CASA friends are professionals with more than 40 years' experience in providing heating, air conditioning, plumbing, and electrical services in the Austin area. If your heating isn't heating, your cooling isn't cooling, or your drains aren't draining, well, then you need to call our friends at CASA at 334-7300. They provide sales and service on all major brands from professionals you can trust. So big jobs or little jobs, it doesn't matter. Call CASA at 334-7300. Let's get back to Love Talk with Evelyn Davison, Carrie Brinkater, and their guests, Linda Chandler and Chris Romano. Hello, listeners. Welcome back to today's Christian Talk. You are listening to The Bridge, and this is Love Talk. Thank you so much for joining us today. We have such a special program today. I love being in studio with Linda Chandler. She is a wealth of knowledge on uh, – she just has a heart 
for the Israeli people. And it emanates through everything that she talks about. And she is bestowing this knowledge on me because I really don't have hardly any knowledge of this. And she's brought her friend Chris today. Chris Romano is in studio with us today. And Chris, Miss um, Evelyn took us out uh, for the break talking about the persecution um, in Israel and the the things that people have gone through, and I don't I don't think that the vast majority of Americans really understand the types of conflict that are going on in Israel. We know that Israel is our friend, and and but but as as far as what's really going on today, you've seen some things that many of us have not. Can you walk us through that? Absolutely. I, I think when we talk about uh, the persecution. Of Israel. First of all, who is Israel? Is Israel is defined mm-hmm. as the people and the land. And just open up the the first part of your Bible and and look and and guess what? The second second half too. Um, you know, Israel is is uh, so much the apple of God's eye. Mm-hmm. Uh, the people and the land. It's a it's a literal thing, not a spiritualized thing. So then you have uh, you know you can drill down into the different uh, you know tribes and and uh, and whatnot in, within the, the subset of the people, and and talking about the Jews, um, guess who was Jewish? Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> yes, exactly. As a kid, Jesus. this always confused me. Honestly, this did. You know, I talking about Bible stories, and I was like, well, Jesus was Jewish. Yeah, his name was Yeshua mm-hmm. in Hebrew. Uh, you know, we get Jesus, uh, I think, through the Greek, and and uh, you know, it's it's gone through the centuries and become kind of the English name. But frankly, I've, I've adopted the practice of calling him Yeshua, and and you know, I think uh, he would he would answer to that and and appreciate that. So, um, and and not that uh, not that it's it's wrong to call him certainly by the English name either. So, um, but. But if we look at the Jewish people, getting back to the persecution question, you know, uh, I guess starting starting with Jesus and the persecution that he went through, um, all the way through present day, you know, things have been done even in the name of Christianity. And I'm not saying that this has anything to do with our faith, with, mm-hmm. with uh, you know, followers of Yeshua. Um, but what I'm saying is things were done in the name of, I mean, even even things like the Holocaust uh, or the Crusades. So what I discovered when I went to the land and inter- interfaced with the people uh, was that uh, there was a real uh, healthy sense of caution on their part towards me. And I thought, well, you know, what's what's the rift? What's the deal? Isn't it an Israeli-Palestinian conflict? Mm-hmm. No, it's it's not just that. It's also a, a Jewish and Christian conflict. And and uh, they've they you know in the, in the past people have come to them saying we love you, we want to help you, and and it didn't work out so well for them in the end when when maybe you know they they didn't uh, have some of the same beliefs or or that kind of thing. So. We have to acknowledge that. And again, there's in that acknowledgement, there's no statement of, uh, you know, who's right, who's wrong uh, about Messiah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've learned to interface with that people group um, and put that issue aside, who is Messiah. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Bible mm-hmm. says a lot about, uh, you know, uh, eventually what uh, the understandings will be between uh, Jews and non-Jews with regard to Messiah, but we can put that aside, and it doesn't even have to be in your heart an ulterior motive. Mm-hmm. Um, so 
that's that's one of the biggest things that I learned uh, going over there is that it's it's uh, you know showing love. I think a lot of times we we confuse through evangelism, we confuse that with words, mm-hmm. and that's our language, right? Their language and their culture, and they know it. They they take pride in it. It's not words. Words a lot of times don't mean a lot to them, to that people group. Uh, it's it's action. Action is their love language. So, so the the project that I that I uh, was blessed to, to be able to do um, is is uh, take my family, uh, two two boys at the time uh, they were ten and fourteen, and just let them first of all put their feet. On the land. Yes, on holy ground. Yeah. yeah. Remember, land of the people, mentioned in the Bible. So these aren't just stories. This is reality. Mm-hmm. So imagine you're 14. You get to go, you know, set your feet in those rocks and say, oh, wait, we're 10 minutes from where David and Goliath. What? What? You know. Mm-hmm. So, um, uh, you know, got to take them over there. And this is this is the, the concept of, of not not going over there with any ulterior motive or mission to use use our words. It was really just to pick grapes. It's better to show love. Yeah. And just walk in love. And, you know, when we went um, on our 25th anniversary, Van will tell you today the greatest spiritual experience he's ever had in his life was in the Garden of Gethsemane. Mm-hmm. Yes. In the Garden. Well, and that is a reminder to us of what it costs Jesus to, you know, be of that... that um, heritage uh and to serve uh in a way that our lives could be changed absolutely and so when we look at that you know linda uh you know the birth of israel was prophesied you know god made a plan he had a plan he he did he did and we know that 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 comes from um isaiah 66 8 who has ever heard of such a thing who has ever seen such things can a country be born in a day our nation be brought forth in a moment. And it happened in 1948. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we know that. I think that with what Chris is trying to tell us is that I found a scripture um, before I got here this morning, and it's this. The Lord will restore the splendor of Jacob like the splendor of Israel. Mm-hmm. So not, that's from Nahum, and that's 2-2. But that comes from, in other words, Israel has been being restored. And so that's what Chris did. They didn't go on a tour group. They went and worked Experience. a vineyard. They yeah. worked a vineyard. Is that right, Chris? That's right. Yeah, and, and it's a it's a, a group called Hayavel, uh, which means jubilee in Hebrew. Mm-hmm. It's h i h a y o v e l dot com Hayavel, and really uh, it started out just as a, a single family that went over uh, went over to do a volunteer project, just like we did, uh, but independently. Mm-hmm. And in you know standing out in the fields, uh, he he literally had a Jew crack open the Bible and put his finger right on verses in Isaiah and many other places mm-hmm. where it says that the foreigners will come and dress your fields. Mm-hmm. And in the time of restoration, um, you know after after the Jews have been dispersed and then brought back and the nation yeah. is reinstated. Um, well, and, I think that's what Nahum is pointing to, exactly. that he's going to restore Jacob and all, everything that was about Jacob, because Jacob is where the 12 tribes emanate mm-hmm. from. So I, I think that this whole thing, so what you're saying is to work with your children and your wife and the others that went with you on that trip was to put uh, your feet into action, your heart into action through acting love, because they go to Jewish vineyards and they just say, we're just here to help. We're just here to work. Right. And I think that's a beautiful, uh, an awesome thing. 
I, I think then, again, we start seeing that that's where, are we our brother's keeper? Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's just going alongside your brother. It's not worrying about, why are they called chosen? That's what Cain and Abel, that's what Cain was worrying about. Why do you like him better than me? You know, it's this comparison. And and instead, we're just saying, hey, we're just coming alongside of you. That's even our group, Cormim means vineyard. And Miss Evelyn, mm-hmm. do you know, do you remember in the garden tomb where I've been too? Because it just, oh, it just it, it's it so blows powerful your way. over there. Mm-hmm. It's a Christian, more of a Christian yeah. place. It's held by the English, the British. That that at the the bottom of this, they discovered uh, a cistern where they made wine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So isn't that all? I mean, it's just like you know the grapes and the new wine, and it's all going to come together. Wow, I you know my my mom is uh, going to be seventy one soon, and she is taking a trip to Israel in January. <gasps> wow, and I am very jealous. You're not going. <laughs> you should be going. I know, I know. Her friend that lives out of state called and said, "Hey, I want you to be my travel buddy," and so they they are going together, and I'm I'm thrilled for her, and I want her to listen to this program. She listens every week anyway, so that she can hear some of this and and have it in her mind as she goes over um i i think it's it's such a holy place a place where people are transformed and i think it's a place for christians to see mm. to you know to go and kind of put your put your faith in check would you say that's true? I, I think put your faith in check but it's really about it just explodes your faith explodes mm-hmm. your faith because it just it makes it real you're walking the place where Yeshua, Jesus walked. Yeah. You're you're seeing what he saw through his eyes. You're seeing the the this the his inheritance. You know, he says in Psalm two, the Lord said to my Lord, I will give you the nations as yes. an inheritance. Mm-hmm. We're in his inheritance. We're who he went out and found. And it came from uh you think about that, that came from twelve Jewish men that Jesus walked and talked with and then we have our faith today because of that 12 that went and exploded and went all over the world. Mm-hmm. It's it's just, it's, so you start back in Jerusalem where it all started. But remember, Jesus said, start in Jerusalem, but it'll go on to the ends of the world. Absolutely. We've been at the ends of the world. And we're going full circle. You know, it's amazing to me how strong Israel is today compared mm-hmm. to uh you know, the history that we learn in my growing up years. I'm almost 87 years old, and I can remember my my dad asking questions about Israel. And uh, he was not a believer. And and I just never could put it all together. You know, it was just really hard uh, not ha- not having a historical background in Christianity. So well, I think that's why I call it, we can go out maybe with this thought for our listeners. It's root theology. It's kind of a term I've coined, because Israel is the root, the the chosen original source to understand and become a son or daughter of God. God chose Israel as the vehicle for his plan of saving creation from itself. Israel brings forth the plan, the purposes, and the promises of God. Israel brought forth God's holy word and produced the Messiah, Jesus, who is a Jewish man. Mm. His inheritance is us. He did not have biological sons and daughters. But he had spiritual sons and daughters, which were grafted now today as Christians, Christ bearers, which is Greek for would be, you know, Yeshua bearers. 
and were grafted into the Jews were one. We're talking today with Linda Chandler and uh, Chris Romano. <laughs> Romano. Romano cheese. I yeah. think. <laughs> and I want to give you uh, a website before we go out for our break. We come back, we're going to talk about, you know, what does all this have to do with what's going on in Austin, Texas mm. in the weeks to come? So the website is faithkeepersaustin.com. Faith keepersaustin.com Stay with us for Love Talk right after this. From inspiration to insurance and protection, all for serving the Lord Jesus. We all need insurance. Why not work with an agent that understands the biblical principle of protection and risk management to insure your family's future? Ray and Justin Garner are Christian business professionals who will put a Christian perspective on your insurance and inspiration needs. For auto, home, life, business, health, boat, motorcycle, RV and dental, and church protection needs, Ray, Justin, and Luana can be reached at 626-4880 or 986-4944 for church protection, personal protection, and business protection. Ray and Justin are independent Texas businessmen that have dedicated their lives and business to the advancement of spreading the gospel of Jesus Christ through Austin Triad Ministries. Call Ray Garner Insurance Agency and ask for Ray at 626-4880 or Justin at 986-4944. Tim Smith Landscaping. Wow. These guys know what they're doing. Tim Smith has been taking care of landscaping since he was knee-high to a yucca. And they can come to your house and turn a yucky-looking yard into a show place. Take a drab, boring commercial or residential piece of property and turn it into a place that you'll be proud to call home or proud to call your business. There's simply no better choice for landscaping than Tim Smith. 512-848-0659 or 512-258-0093 or www.timsmithlandscaping.com. Hi friends, this is Kathy Enderbrock with Let's Pray Today Ministries. Are you struggling in your marriage with anxiety and depression? Have rebellious kids or, or just want to pray for your children? Maybe you simply don't know where to start in prayer. We specialize in creating the tools to help you learn how to pray and pray effectively in a variety of life issues. Get your free MP3 download today on the topic of your choice. Go to www.letspraytoday.com and click on shop for your free audio prayer download. Become a friend on Facebook and let us know what prayer topic you need help with. Information you want on the world of culture, the world of entertainment, the world of finances. Information you need for your world. Today's Christian Talk 1120, The Bridge. More of Love Talk right now with Evelyn Davison, Carrie Brinkater, and their guests today are Linda Chandler and Chris Romano. Hello, listeners. Welcome back to today's Christian Talk. You are here on The Bridge, and I just want to remind you that The Bridge has an app. And so if you're not in your car or by a you know, a radio um, that's within range in Central Texas, you can pull up the app and you can listen to The Bridge 
anytime, which I think is awesome. So today we are in studio with, of course, Miss Evelyn Davison, the love lady. But we're also here with Linda Chandler and Chris Romano, and they're taking us through a wonderful look at, um, at, at Israel, growing our faith and being our brother's keeper. And Chris, you mentioned that you and your family took a phenomenal trip to Israel where you were going to serve. You were going to uh, a vineyard uh, owned by Jewish people where you and your family just went to serve. Uh, Talk us through a little bit about how you explained that to your kids going into the trip and then just what that meant for your lives. Absolutely. And and I do want to encourage anybody that's hearing this thinking, oh, he got to do that. I wish I could do that. I'll never get to. You can do it. And because if, if, if our family can do it, you can do it. And uh, all we did was a fundraiser. Um, it's probably about the most economical way to, to go to Israel um, to do this, this kind of volunteer project. You just uh, do a GoFundMe page or something. That's what we did. So, uh, yeah, the the the. What I mentioned earlier was Tommy Waller uh, is the founder of this organization that uh, originally he just went there with his family. Uh, he just fell in love and realized, wow, that's why the Bible's laid out in the story. We have a role to play. We're characters, right, in, in, in this role. That's, that's why it's not just an instruction book. So his heart uh, is so big. He, he said, look, it can't be just our family. Let's bring another and another and another. Thirteen years later, here we are. Um, so the so when we went last year, uh, there was 120 volunteers from seven different countries. Oh wow! Yeah. Wow. We uh, in the space of three weeks, we harvested over 200 tons of grapes by hand. 200 tons. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. a lot of grapes. That's a lot of grapes. <laughs> It wow. is. It is, and and it's it's a it's a program that's just laid out in in such a way that they even observe a day of rest. Um, so there's four days of literally working in the field and harvesting grapes, and we're talking. You know, babies are out there strapped to their mama's backs. You know, there's 80 year olds out there. There's uh, you know all. Any, anybody and everybody. So, again, no excuses if you're listening and, and you're thinking, I can't do that. You can do that. Well, you know, Chris, that, that is so exciting because there are people out there that want to know what I, what, you know, what could I do or what are, what's going on in our world. And, of course, we want to come back to what we, what you're going to be doing in Austin. Let's, yes. let's talk about that a little bit. Sure. Sure, absolutely. So, um the, the uh, Jewish community here in Austin approached... Uh, our Christian Cormim, Texas group, and just suggested that we do a joint venture together. And that's a showing of a film called Faith Keepers. Um, so really, uh, Faith Keepers is about uh, the persecuted church in the Middle East, kind of like we started talking about at the beginning of this program. Uh-huh. It's the persecuted Christians in the Middle East. Right, which is, which is a little bit... Uh, uh, shocking in a in a in a good way that that our our brothers and sisters our Jewish brothers and sisters have taken the time to really lay out the case and mm-hmm. some of the headlines we were talking about earlier you know we've seen the we've seen you know okay we knew about those beheadings that had happened and and we saw them in the orange jumpsuits and you know we've seen things kind of flying by on TV this movie has tied it all together and it, and it really is the untold story of the persecuted Christians 
in the Middle East uh, specifically and, and other uh, non-Muslim minorities. Yeah, and it's produced by the Jewish community. Uh, it's called the Clarion Project, um, <clears throat> and it's totally a Jewish film company that does this. So here is the ones who have been persecuted in life making a film about Christians being persecuted. Mm. And that's what was so phenomenal, that they came and they spoke to our group and said, what if we did a joint venture of Christians and Jews coming together and we view this together? So it's like putting a face on being a brother's keeper on both sides. That is amazing, Linda. It is. It is. I, I've us, never known tell something. Tell us when this is going to be. We, you know, we have friends that have to leave us. Uh, oh, yeah, I want to say that. So if you're really interested, it's going to happen. This is really cool. So a lot of you that are in churches, there's an International Day of Prayer for the Persecuted Church on November 5th. And interesting, that's where this has come together. So our Jewish community said we will bring the film in. You know, we'll pay all costs or ever to bring this, you know, uh, national international film in. But could you all have a venue? And so we have Great Hills Baptist Church stepped up to the plate and said, we'll provide the venue. So it's at Great Hills Baptist Church, which is on Jollyville, and it's going to be on November the 5th at 7 o'clock in the evening. And it's open. It's free to the public. The the special thing about this as well, you know, in addition to being on the International Day of Prayer for the Persecuted Church, uh, the executive producer of the film has agreed to come and uh, do, you know, a little bit of a talk uh, before, and and then there will be a panel afterwards made up of of uh, Christians and Jews and and uh, others that are that are on the panel able to speak to the topics with a little bit of Q and A. Oh wow! So this what is time more is this? And tell us again the date. It's a, it, <clears throat> November the fifth at seven. The film is about fifty minutes long, uh, almost an hour. Okay. And so, so you you know you you're going to be out of there before nine o'clock, son, okay. because we know it's a school night. It's probably, though, I do want to tell our listeners that they're saying that really it's most appropriate for middle school and up. It's not, there's no child care. And it's, the film is graphic. Is that right, Chris? It is, yeah. They they cover topics of, you know, like like I mentioned, some of the headlines, the beheadings, the even rape and, and that kind of thing is, is covered. Hey, it's the reality that we live in. Yes. Uh, but if, if your child is not desensitized to that kind of thing, it might be an upsetting experience for them because it's, it's, uh, it's no holds barred. But if you also go to uh, faithkeepersaustin.com, we're going to say that a couple more times. If you, and you pulled this up, Carrie mentioned that before we went out on break. Faithkeepersaustin.com, all one word. You can see a trailer of the movie. And it's at the end, though, it's not going to just leave you in shock. It's we're going to they're going to be talking. about How do we be our brothers? Keep, you know, what what does this do? And so these times of challenge, that's what we need to talk about. And, and let me tell you why why this is why this is action. Remember, we talked about, um, you know, uh, that that love language is is not always just words um, on the radio. Yes. It's, it's going to be words. Right. But uh, but the action here is not only you know, collaborating to pull this movie together and, and show it in this church. But it is you, you the listeners, coming and supporting. Yes, and I'll please. tell you this. When I was in Israel, um, we had Orthodox rabbis. I'm standing there in, in the hills of Judea and Samaria, okay, which which uh, mm-hmm. 
the politicized term for that is the, is the left bank, or the I'm sorry, no, the, West the West Bank. bank. West but bank. it's not in the West; it's in the East, and there's no bank there. <laughs> anyway, anyway, I'm standing there listening to this Orthodox rabbi. He doesn't believe necessarily what I believe about. Yeah. In fact, he doesn't about the Messiah. Yeah. But again, we've got that common ground: the one true God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Mm-hmm. So there's something right, and he knows that. And the first thing out of his mouth, almost with tears in his eyes, was, you know, thank you. Thank you for coming. He's like, just you being here. So there's your action, right? Being here. Come to this movie. That's that's what we're talking about. That's how you – that's your action. Mm-hmm. Nothing more to it. Yeah, no, I think that's a great point because so, you're saying we're, if you come, you know, the Jew, the Jewish community here in Austin, you know, we've always been, you know, just sort of – Everybody doing their own thing. You know, why should I care? Let's show we care. Let's show that we are united under the one true God, that that is what our faith is built on, and that we are strong together. And I think they're going to see it with tears in their eyes. And I, when I, we said at the first meeting uh, of this coming together, which was last week, and there was um, three Jewish representatives and um, three of us, and then the Great Hills Baptist Church mm-hmm. had their um, executive pastor uh Brother Benny. Hurt, yeah. Anyway, he. Um, so we're all sitting there, and I just looked over and I said, "You know what? Can we, as we end today, can I just call you my brothers and sisters to the Jewish con- uh, group?" And they said, "Absolutely." You know that is amazing that they came to you back yes. about about twelve years ago. And we we need to take our break, Miss Carrie. But let me throw this in real quickly. Twelve or fifteen years ago, um, we um, were having. Uh, the NDP events for National mm-hmm. Day of Prayer outside on the mm-hmm. South Capitol. We moved to the oh, to the open rotunda, open rotunda, which is uh, right. Th- right in the center of all those buildings. And um, no, so one day we got a phone call, and it was from uh, one of our Jewish priests here in Austin, and he asked if we would release that to them to use. They were going to bring all of the students to the Capitol and put them behind those big pillows that you know what mm-hmm. they look like. They're mm-hmm. just all around. And find up behind that and name the names one at a time of those that were, were killed in the Holy Ghost. Oh, wow. And that was such an eye-opening experience for me to see that there was that hunger of wanting to connect. Mm-hmm. And I think Absolutely. this is brilliant. You know, the reason we have you here today is because we believe this is going to be a great event. And so, again, we want to give you... Uh, Carrie, give the the um, website and the date and everything, and then we need to take our break, uh, John. We'll be right on. Listeners, you can go to faithkeepersaustin.com, and remember the event is at Great Hills Baptist Church here in Austin, November the 5th. That is also the International Day of Prayer for the Persecuted Church. And on the Faith Keepers Austin website, you can find the trailer, not only the trailer for the movie Faith Keepers, but you can also find a short vignette on exactly what is International Day of Prayer for the Persecuted Church. And I think that those things are incredibly important to, again, just gain more understanding of um, why this event is important, why coming together um, as humans, mm. as, as, believers. as as believers yeah. in the one true God is, is important. And so faithkeepersaustin.com, listeners, that's where you can go. Now, we still have one more segment, and we'll get to hear more from Linda and Chris right after these messages. 
Hi, this is John Codner. You know, every day we're constantly hearing about how bad everything is. Well, isn't it time to hear about what's right and good? Isn't it time for some good news? If your answer is yes, then you need the Good News Journal, published by our very own Evelyn Davison. With a healthy dose of happiness, hope, and humor, the Good News Journal is distributed for free at hundreds of locations throughout Central Texas, including Walmart, Popeye Chicken, H-E-B, Bob Bullock Museum, libraries, and churches. And did we say that it's free? For advertising information or to have an article published, call 512-249-6535. That's the Good News Journal, an inspirational patriotic journal published quarterly to bring you the Lord's good news. The Good News Journal, 512-249-6535. And you can also read it online at thegoodnewsjournal.net. Tim Smith Landscaping. Wow. These guys know what they're doing. Tim Smith has been taking care of landscaping since he was knee-high to a yucca. And they can come to your house and turn a yucky-looking yard into a show place. Take a drab, boring commercial or residential piece of property and turn it into a place that you'll be proud to call home or proud to call your business. There's simply no better choice for landscaping than Tim Smith. 512-848-0659 or 512-258-0000. Or www.timsmithlandscaping.com. One more segment of Love Talk coming up right now with Evelyn Davison, Carrie Brinkader, and their guests Linda Chandler and Chris Romano. Hello, friends. Welcome back to today's Christian Talk. You are here with Love Talk and the Love Ladies, Miss Evelyn Davison. I am Coach Carrie Brinkader. We are also here with Linda Chandler and Chris Romano today, who are champions for the community, for getting us, for getting the regular, everyday Christian to understand the relationship that Israel has with us and how important this is. Uh, Linda, I have to tell you, before um, I met you, I had probably never really thought about this stuff. Uh, most Christians have not. Mm-hmm. I mean, because we're we're very intent on learning the things of God and all of that. We just don't realize. Um, it just I don't know what it is, but there's some of us that he's given a spark to, which is what happened to me in 2006 when I traveled for the second time to the Middle East. And I would just it was a supernatural experience. And God said, you need to understand the root of your faith. And then mm-hmm. my mandate was to continue to talk to my brothers and sisters. And, you know, once you get me started, you know, Carrie, <laughs> uh, I'm just going to go on and on and everything because it's about making the reality of the one true God mm-hmm. known throughout a, a world world that seems to be even today being anti-God. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. You know, mm-hmm. yet, yet and a lot of us haven't been persecuted for our faith, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And that's but it's true. coming, Chris. Yeah, it's coming. Well, Chris, I think our definition of persecution is just so different. You know, we haven't been workplace discrimination. Exactly or... right. Like you can't speak the name of Jesus in your workplace. Um, Children you know, don't have prayer in schools. Right. That's yeah. you know that's minor compared to being physically. Yeah. Tortured. Yeah. Right now in the Middle East, Christians and and other minorities, non-Muslim minorities, they are being driven out. They're being murdered. They're being enslaved and their places of worship are completely you know, being destroyed. So um, that's, well, that's exactly what we're itself, talking about. 
Israel itself is in danger, in a danger zone. Zone is, is well, it's surrounded by its enemies. Well, yeah, I mean, it's know, locked in almost. Yeah. Yeah, but we 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 know uh, the end of that story, don't we? Yeah, we know this is going to come. I have to say though, this is uh, Evelyn. You had sent me something. So after this whole Las Vegas, you know, shooting mm-hmm. uh, happened, which everybody's going to be talking about for you know months and everything. You know, how could that happen? Everything. Who was the first to respond was Israel, and they yes. put a flag of the United States in lights. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a whole office building in Tel Aviv. It was a lit city up hall. with the American oh city, city hall. hall of Tel Aviv. lit up in Tel Aviv. So they're saying, oh. you know, we're standing with you. So again, this makes this wow. when we went out saying here in Austin, Texas, for the Jewish community to come to us and say, we've made a film about Christian persecution. Can we come together to view this in this city? You know, now, okay, I'm a UT grad. have to throw that in a little bit. Go horns. Um, And they have this little moniker that says, what happens here changes the world. Right. Okay. How about what happens here in Austin, whose very name, Austin, doesn't mean be weird. It means majestic. What if God is making this a holy habitation of his you know, spirit. It's Christians coming out. That that gets me excited. That's the thrill of hope we're looking for. And so we're asking you to be a part of something that's beyond us. Wow. Who would have thought? That's what I'm saying. Well, it's part of God's plan. Linda. It is. That's and the thing we don't fully understand. You know, people don't understand. They think this is what it is. And someday, you know, heaven's going to come and we go. Right. But, you know, there there is much, much written about the end times, and I do believe we're in the end times. Absolutely. But then in the midst of that, when we started out talking challenges to our faith, you know, instead of wringing our hands, let's bring it out with saying there's a thrill of hope going on here, hope itself. And the fact, and the you know, and 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 Jesus Christ for us as Christians, our Messiah, is taking. He's on his throne. He's taking care of business here. You know, the thing that's astonishing to me is this. Uh, this building, the city hall in Tel Aviv, which is the capital, yeah. mm-hmm. that they would take their uh, office building and make it into a flag. An American flag. An American flag. That's amazing. With lights. And isn't that interesting with, I'm not going to get in any controversy here, but with what other people have thought about the American flag. Instead, they, it was it was a hopeful thing. It was saying, here's your banner. We stand with your banner yes. of hope. Yes. Red, white, and blue. Absolutely. I'm just telling you, and we're a Judeo-Christian. America was formed on Judeo-Christian principles. Nobody's ever going to change that. You can't change that. That's what this country was founded on. And so you think about that flag, too, that red, white, and blue, Mm -hmm. the red of the blood of Christ, the white of the the purity, the washing, washing, you know, the blue. Blue is a royal color under God's. Look at how when they formed the tabernacle. Mm -hmm. So. I'm just telling we're, you. We're kind of wrapped we're up today. We're getting all excited about it. I mean, Chris. we're going to get. On the, on the Be Your Brother's Keeper, um, I, I just want to come back to that. Um, yeah, let's do it. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, the, the importance here is, and for example, in this movie, um, I, I, I had the privilege of a, of a screening of it and got to see one of the, one of the gentlemen in the movie said, um, you know, they were trying to force him just to deny Yeshua, Jesus. Mm. And uh, he refused, and there were severe consequences. I'll leave it at that. Um, 
but he said, no, there's there's no way I'm going to die, you know, knowing that, uh, you know, that or, or denying my my savior, you know. Um, so imagine for all the suffering that he's gone through that nobody's heard his his case. Nobody's it's an untold story. Right. Mm. Being our brother's keeper in what we're talking about today uh, in the show of support is and, and that's why I stress it, um, you know, over and over. What you can do is just be there. Just just, you know, get up on Sunday evening and say, you know what, I'm not going to sit in front of the TV. I'm going to get up and join. Right. And, My Christian and, and Jewish brothers and sisters. You are then taking action. You are mm-hmm. being your brother's keeper just by your very presence. So I just want to give you that opportunity and just go back to that. Check it out at uh, faithkeepersaustin.com. Well, and I think in, in these times, many people are looking for ways to help. They're looking for ways to be active. They're looking for ways to show um, their faith in a tangible way. And I think this will help us, this movie will will help us all understand and I love now Chris you said there's going to be an opportunity for um for questions and things after the movie is that what you said I'm not exactly sure of, of the format but okay. I know gonna, there's going to be a, a panel and the way that I've I've seen it's been teed up is it's going to be a Q&A panel so again the event will be preceded at the at the beginning there'll be an introduction from the movie's executive producer Richard Green Oh that'd be great mm-hmm. Yeah by the way I I talked to him yesterday and he was expressing to me you know in looking for just show of support you know for for people showing up um, he said he's really looking to – it's funny you, you mentioned, Linda, with, with Austin. Uh, he said he's really looking to Austin to be the one to step up and, and be the catalyst. So. Wow. So, people, look what God's – he's calling you. Not Houston, not Dallas. Is this Austin. the first place the movie has been seen uh, here? It's It's been seen elsewhere, uh, uh, but this is uh, probably the biggest screening uh, and the executive producer will attend. Oh, wow. So that's that's amazing. Uh, again, listeners, faithkeepers. faithkeepersaustin.com, and the, mo- the name of the movie is Faith Keepers. Um, it'll be on November the 5th, International Day of Prayer for the Persecuted Church. Linda, at Great Hills Baptist at Church. At Great Hills Baptist Church. Linda, we want to thank you and Chris for being with us today. And uh, we um, will have this on our, our website. One of the things that makes it possible for us to help and spread the word of the Lord Jesus is that uh, we have sponsors that pay for this program. Mm-hmm. And so as we're closing today, we want to say thank you to them and thank you to you guys for being here. Absolutely. And uh, Jerry, uh, Gary, Carrie, why? <laughs> that's I, me. My alphabet's <laughs> wrong today. You know, one of the things that's so exciting is when we have people like Linda and and Chris, uh, is we're talking about the love of our life, aren't we? I tell you what, Miss Evelyn, um, in these last few months where we've seen so much devastation, there are people who are hurting so badly and they're looking for that ray of sunshine, that rope of hope. And I've seen my non-Christian friends, um, many of them, not all of them, be so devastated. Yes. As there's, they 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 can't see that there's any hope. Um, they've lost all their stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and but we know very differently that our hope is not in stuff. 
Mm-hmm. Our hope is not in any political party. It's not in, a, in any type of government entity. Our hope is in Jesus Christ. Amen. And our identity is in Jesus Christ. Our identity is not um, that, you know, I, I'm a white girl and I coached basketball. Mm-hmm. That's not my identity. My identity is that I am a daughter of the, the one and only king. That's my identity, Miss Evelyn. And our thrill of hope is in Jesus Christ. He enables us. He empowers us. He sends us out to deliver hope, to bolster that faith, and to learn how to be our brother's keeper. I would encourage mm-hmm. you today, friends, go knock on your neighbor's door. When you see him outside, say hello. I would encourage you to go to this event at Great Hills Baptist Church on November the 5th at 7 p.m., faithkeepersaustin.com. I would encourage you to learn more about how we can partner with our brothers and sisters in the Jewish community. I would I would encourage you to learn more about that and to continue to be blessed by that. Friends, as we leave today, I want you to know that Jesus is the answer. He is the one that ha- that holds the keys to your heart, to your life, to your hope. He's the one that can show you the way. And I pray that if you don't know him today, that you will pick up a Bible. And if you don't have a Bible, call us on the love line, 512-249-6535. And we can talk you through what it means to be a believer, a son or daughter of the King. Thank you for joining us today on Love Talk. Again, you can go to lovetalknetwork.com. You can find all of our shows there. And again, one more time, faithkeepersaustin.com, November 5th, Great Hills Baptist Church. Take care, friends. We'll see you soon. This is Steve Washburn, pastor at First Baptist Church, Pflugerville. We're the ones who just built that beautiful new 33,000-square-foot worship center there on Pecan Street, just as Jenner Town. Say, listen, if you're looking for a church home, I wish you'd come check us out. Lots of other folks sure are. We're one of the fastest-growing fellowships in the Austin area. We're trying our best to offer something for everyone. No matter what your situation in life, you'll find good friends here. I know I'm biased, but I believe we have some of the most uplifting worship services you'll find anywhere. Many of you are familiar with Tom Cotter and his praise band, By Design. We're fortunate to have them leading our modern worship experience at the 11 o'clock hour on Sunday mornings. That's our largest and fastest growing group. But I'm also excited about something new we're trying in our 9 o'clock hour. Daniel Reclue is one of the area's most gifted choral directors, and he has reinvented one of the only genuinely traditional worship services in the area for those of you who are boomers and long to return to the joyful worship of your youth. Listen, Google us at First Baptist Pflugerville and come see us.